0: hey guys this is nick uh just letting you know for the first half of the show we had a little audio issue we lost a file so the first half of the show is just going to be our basically our raw zoom audio uh apologies and then it gets a little better in the second half so that's it enjoy the show thanks a lot Ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Everybody's ready, setty, ready. Garcetti, the Italian race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Daryl um, Wong, that's your name. Hello. My name is Nick. No, Nocera. Cera. nocera uh confusing because Nocera is uh, a town in southern Italy. So uh, I don't know how big it is, but I'm calling it a town. But my family, my people, mm-hmm. they're from Campabasso. So not from Nocera.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Weird. Is it one of those things with the way they changed their name at some point? Change well... Their last name. Everybody says, "Oh, you must have taken the name of the town when you came over to Ellis Island." Because my, not, not you, not me. I didn't come into America through Ellis Island, <laughs> unless you call my mom's vagina Ellis Island. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't. That was bad. That was <laughs> y'all. Big respect to Julie. She's a nice lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, my family came to America through Ellis Island. And most people summarize, surmise, not summarize, but surmise that, oh, you mu- they must have changed your name from something to Nocera. Because it's often what happened is the immigration people would just change the last name mm. to make it easier for them but we had the last name Nojera before we came to Ellis Island. So many theorize, many meaning mostly just my dad, um, that we are descended from Sephardic Jews who, who and nomadic Jews who used to roam Italy and a lot of times settled in towns. And when, when they settled in towns and sometimes converted to Catholicism would take the last name, of the town
1: mm-hmm.
0: that they settled in. So at some point these ancient Jewish ancestors settled in Nochera, they took last name Nochera, converted to converted to Catholicism, and then at some point some of their descendants moved to Campabaso region. Mm-hmm. And then those descendants moved to America. That's some good history. I definitely don't
2: know like I don't know my family history that deep. It goes like my parents, my mm-hmm. grandparents and I feel like I know a little bit about mm-hmm. my great grandparents
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's kind of it.
0: That's about all I got to, i I'm, I'm, sort of stretching it out, but that's yeah. about all I got. Also. Right. I know that Lorenzo Nocera came to Italy, uh, came to America through Ellis Island from Campobasso region of Italia. Mm. And like before, if you asked me to go, to tell you anything about Lorenzo, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. and if you asked me to go any higher or any older than Lorenzo, i couldn't do it mm-hmm. don't know what lorenzo's wife's name was don't know
1: but you know mm-hmm. that's it
2: i had to make up names when i was doing like the family tree exercise in mm. let's call it fifth grade or something i, d- I asked my dad he was like I don't know everybody's name. Let's just we'll put some we'll put in some names here. <laughs>
1: Did,
2: Your was he dad Like
0: I'll just think of some Chinese names, <laughs> and the fucking no. teacher won't know. The
2: te- they won't know. He just, he just gave them American names. She's just go all right. Let's great Uncle Louie <laughs> over here. And... <laughs> it's not like the teacher like, can
0: check. Right,
2: right. There's yeah. no. Yeah, it's not like you got the answer wrong on this one.
0: So yeah, my my uh, my great great. Uh, Uncle Mario, Mario, and his brother Luigi, Mario, <laughs> Auntie Peach, yeah. and his wife uh, Peach. She was actually um, a regent of a uh, region in <laughs> in the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway, I got a movie review, Daryl. I got a movie before we launched into Too Fast, Too Furious, which is the movie we watched too many times this week. <laughs> I got a movie review to tell you about. It's, it's I'm going to spoil a little bit something I've been working on. I've been working on a top 10 list of 2020. I know it's late. I know that everybody gets these out at the end of 2020. I didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, because I wanted to spend a little more time on it. Um, I've been on vacation and uh, the holidays, and I just wanted to sit down and spend a little more time on it rather than trying to rush something together. And two, I needed to catch up on a few movies that came out in 2020, but I did not see quite in 2020. I'm watching a couple more that I've heard are very good to see if they're going to make the cut. Okay. This movie that I saw last week, though, in the movie theater and the special screening is going to make the cut. I did see it in 2020. I'll spoil alert. It is my number two movie of 2020. Ooh. It's called Nomad Land. And let me tell you something. This fucking shit is special. All right. <laughs> I don't think anybody else would describe it that way. This shit is special. Now, um, this movie stars Frances McDormand. It's directed by a woman named Chloe Zhao, Zhao, I believe, mm-hmm. who's a Chinese American director. Uh, and. It, it, I mean, it, it, it's hard to describe. It's about a woman who sort of loses everything in the Great Recession in 2008 and ends up sort of moving around to different jobs, works at like an Amazon warehouse for a little bit, stuff like that. And then discovers a life of sort of nomad hood, nom- uh, the life of the nomad on the Rome, uh in the American West. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's 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 hard to describe like how this film is put together because it's not cut in a way that like has a simple, um, I mean, it's definitely a linear narrative, but it, it just some, it, it almost is constructed of these little, almost like minute, minute and a half long vignettes, mm-hmm. right? Of these very small stories of this woman, one next to the other. I know that's what I'm describing sounds like film in general, right? Like that's just what, how films mechanically work, but somehow Chloe Zhao's decision, and she did edit this movie also. She wrote, edited, and directed it. Um, Somehow her style in the way that she like juxtaposes different, pieces of this story together and sometimes cuts them really hard right next to each other and sometimes sort of brings you into a story and like lets you just stay on an actor's face for you know a minute two minutes while they're telling you a story i mean it's extra it's an extraordinary film it is it is it's an astounding accomplishment by this young woman i think she's only about maybe 35 years old. I'm not quite sure, but she, it's just amazing. The uh, technical skill that has went into it to bring to life. the, the, The other thing is like, you can tell that there's such technical skill and mechanical craft behind the making of this movie. And yet the story is so compelling and Frances McDormand's performance is so astonishing in every single scene that um, you sort of, that sort of falls away or falls just like as a drumbeat in the background. And you end up just being enraptured by this woman's life and, and not even her whole life, just this small couple of months, maybe a year in this woman's life. That is amazing. It's amazing. It is an amazing film I, I saw it as a special indie screening at the indie movie theater here. I don't know where it will be or is available to you, to be honest with you. But um, I can't even begin to uh, to to tell you how much you should see this movie. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That's some pretty
2: high praise for this movie. I
0: praise. Try to find it. I don't get. I mean, you. I've talked about some st- stinker on this fucking pod, <laughs> but this one is not one. It's really, uh-huh. really, 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 really
2: good. It's really Cool. Good. Yeah. And this counts as a 2020 movie.
0: You I saw it, it last week in 2020, so I'm counting okay. it. Nice in the movie theater. So, who knows? Maybe it, it will get a wider release in 2021. I hope it does. To be honest with you,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: it may be doing some smaller releases just to qualify for awards in America. I don't quite know how stringent the awards committees are going to be on that qualification in 2020 based on the fucking stuff going on. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's very, very good.
2: Do we already know or what are you going to do with your uh, 2020 list when it's? when it's ready. Well,
0: I thought about reading it on the pod Um and I may do that in the... That's sort of the best way to get it out there, I think. I was thinking about doing it as Patreon exclusive but nobody gives a shit <laughs> on Patreon. I mean, throw us a buck, patreon.com slash no one likes to do a podcast but no one gives a shit about Patreon. I care about Patreon but I'm the only one. You know what I'm saying? So... um Oh, we got to record one of those fucking Patreon episodes. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll add it to the do.
1: sketch. We do. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I'm just going to talk about it on the pod maybe next week. Maybe that'll be a, a little teaser. Listen to the pod next week. Yeah. Cool. Um, we've got top five lists for Too Fast, Too Furious. Before we jump into that little bit of housekeeping episode last week, I fucked up and exported the audio with your audio muted and then uploaded it and people were like uh, it's just <laughs> you Nick <laughs> and then but like I, they did that while I was on vacation for a few days I was like out of town so I just canned it from the feed I'm going to re-upload it the episode will be up Daryl will be included in it and uh, that's all I got man I just a culpa a culpa you know it's uh, not a problem. All right, bro. I like that you didn't tweet at me about it, Daryl, because I know. You don't <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, saw, I saw
2: some of the comments come through, but yeah. it's whatever.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So this cycle, we are doing these movies in random order. Random order. We mm. have watched six. We have watched eight. We have watched three And then this week, we watched two, and we were talking about our top five performances in these movies, respectively. Now, Daryl, did you do a list this week?
2: Absolutely, Nick. Of course.
0: Hit me. Number five, Daryl Wong.
2: Number five this week has got to go to our girl, Devin Aoki, Lane Suki, s S2000. When I, my approach to this movie was like, who do I enjoy seeing the most Mm -hmm. when I watch it? I had a great Mm -hmm. watch through. It was, I dedicated my full attention. I've had kind of an extended weekend here. I've been having a good time. I was like, let's hit this too fast here. And
1: yeah,
2: definitely Oki It's great. Really sets a little mood here. I like her attitude. And um, yeah. She's
1: my my number five. Like
2: her looks,
0: like her drawings. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean I think she's a charming presence in this movie I think she's like a a, a, a whiff uh, a whisper of a female presence in this movie that's sorely needed mm-hmm. you know in terms of uh, women in cars um, and yeah I think I mean I'm, I would love to see more Devin in something better yeah, yeah,
1: than this for sure. Yeah, Because so we saw her in this. We saw her in what was
2: that other movie? Not brats, gals, brats. Debs, 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 Debs. Debs. not Debs.
0: Debs, 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 Um Which I don't remember what Debs stands for, but that's okay. <laughs> that. No, not a clove, not a not a clove. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, Devin's a great presence in this movie. When I, and I just said I'd like to see her in something better. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think she's got the range. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think she's got much more than what she's given out. <laughs> she did not make my top five list. I'm going to spoil that. Go ahead and put that money on the table. It's, I
2: got it next time. You know I got it next time. You know I got it next time. <laughs>
0: you know. Yeah. No, I mean, she's fun. She's fun. Yeah. And, like, for me, who's watched this movie 18 times, it's like, oh, this is the fun part of the movie, where it's, like, <laughs> fun, you know? Not stupid. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. My number five. I really this week tried to go along and think of, like, who are the best performances? Like, really, like, I'm, I'm talking about... Sorry, I'll turn my phone off. I'm talking about like who are the best performances, you know, not like who am I vibing on most this week? Who am I? P- not like who, who's, who am I vibing on best this week? Not like, you know, wh- what's giving me real joy this week, just like down and dirty. Who are the best performances with that? Said,
2: <laughs> who's out there working hard, working acting hard. their asses off, like really giving it
0: an A plus effort. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, I want to put that in your mind because this is good. This list is going to blow you the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> number five, top performance, Too Fast, Too Furious, is Paul Walker as oh, Brian O'Connor. Oh, nice. Number five. Yeah. Okay, number nice. Five,
1: good, good, five,
0: good. Number five. I think that Brian uh, – <laughs> sorry, Paul. I think Paul is like – knows. I'm in it to win it in this game. Like, I don't know what's coming next in my life. I don't know that this thing is going to spin off into like 10,000 other movies that I'm going to be a super gajillionaire. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm just
0: like living my life one quarter mile at a time. And this quarter mile is me trying to act in this movie. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I honestly think he does a fine job of that, basically, you know?
2: I think so. I think yeah. he really sets. I think he really sets a tone in this movie, and it's yeah. It's all it's all his style, right? It's all smiley and blonde and mm-hmm. hot and steamy and mm-hmm. you know works for him. Yeah,
0: totally. And that scene, I put on the fucking gun. It's great. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. like the Oscar clip. <laughs> <laughs> you know put it down! no you put it down you put you put it down <laughs> it's good it's a good scene
2: He's, they're gripping on each other's shirts
0: and stuff yeah Paul Walker Talk- number five
1: number four for me let's switch mm-hmm. off maybe uh all right number four Mark
0: Boone jr as detective Whitworth. For those who do not recall, Detective Whitworth is the guy who gets the rat on his fucking chest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who has to give them the fifteen minute window to uh, yeah do do the thing? Um, I think Mark Boone is a dynamic character actor. I think he is in a lot of stuff. He's in like who's in that TV show for a long time? The motorcycle one that I don't Mm -hmm. remember what it's called.
2: I watched that one, Sons of Anarchy. I
0: That's watched most one. of it. Yeah. With my, with this is a real deal, 100% Nick Nocera, honest truth, with my least favorite actor, in who is a, movie, a significant movie star.
1: uh uh-huh.
0: Stars in that show, Charlie Hunnam. Mm-hmm.
1: He plays the, the main dude. Yeah.
0: You don't like him? Hate him. Really? Yeah, I really... I mean, I don't mean to throw shade at work in the industry. I think everybody, like, has their own flavor and their own thing. Blah, 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 blah. This is my disclaimer. I think Charlie Hunnam is not a very good <laughs> actor. I really, really, really dislike it when he shows up on the screen. Really so I truly. watched. Yeah, I watched a good amount
2: of... I watched probably 80% of that series, and I was really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, that actor, doesn't he do... His other role, he was in some medieval...
0: Yeah, like he was King, in like a King Arthur, King Arthur. The guy, Richie, uses him a lot, who directed that King Arthur movie, which is a stinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's bad in that. He was in a movie called The Lost City of Z, which is excruciatingly boring movie. Robert Pattinson obviously gives a performance <laughs> of a lifetime in that movie. He's incredible. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. But Charlie Hunnam is also in it and is extremely bad. <laughs>
2: I mean it's hard to have a low action zombie movie right
0: yeah so. no I don't think it is a zombie movie <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah it's like an no. explorer I don't even know it's eh, fucking terrible got it um, he's in the gentleman which was another guy Richie feature that came out last year I think um, mm-hmm. which got middling reviews like okay reviews and I was like no it should not have because it's a bad movie Um, anyway (laughs) I don't know what the fuck we gotta keep going on this Anyway, Mark Boone Jr. is a dynamic character actor and he's very good and he's talented and he's a pro and he's been doing it a long time and I think he fits perfectly in this movie I think he shows up to set I think he's got his lines and I think he just like does the job uh, Mm -hmm. that we want him to do and I appreciate that Mark Boone Jr. number 4 excellent Uh, number
2: 4 for me I'm going with Ava Mendez, number four here. Mmm. Ava. Ava. Yes. Ava Mendez is over here and she's uh she's driving our main characters along. All right. She's mm-hmm. here to um yeah, to set the vibe for where are they in Florida? Undisclosed location. Miami. Miami? Are they yeah. in Miami? I
1: think
2: yeah. so. She's trying she's there to set the Miami vibe and um mm-hmm. uh capture. Brian O'Connor capture Brian O'Connor's interest and tried to uh, snake one on the big dog Carter
1: Verone. And- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't be on this boat with you, dog. I can't be on this boat with you. This is like I I'm pie and you're the tiger in that Angley feature. And uh-huh. I'm just like, nah, I'm not getting on this boat. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to build a little raft. I'm going to tie it to the boat. Uh-huh. I'm going to be out this <laughs> way. Okay. Because, um, it matters than not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not even close. She
0: dude, Dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's just All right. bad in this movie. I this like I like Eva Mendez. Right. I'm not. I don't have a problem
2: with her. I had a great watch through this movie. So when I I, I my list. My list. I did not. I, I had a great time. I'm just <laughs> listing these off. These are my. These are my top picks. These are the top five that brought me the most joy this week. I love it.
0: I love <laughs> it. Okay. I do think we're gonna line closer to the top. But yeah. But <laughs> not on the Emma Mendez front. All it's right. Not
2: I'm going to keep it yeah. moving here.
0: Number yeah. three for me, mm-hmm.
2: Tom Barry, Agent Bilkins.
0: Oh, Tom Barry, Agent Bilkins. Now, I'll give you a little heads up. Tom Barry, Agent Bilkins, number two oh, for me. Number strong, two. Strong, mm-hmm. strong.
2: Strong yeah. performance. I mean, yeah, Bilkins rules. I mean, yeah. he has ruled since yeah. the beginning of all time. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's his day off. He gets to wear a Hawaiian shirt because he's working in Miami. It's
0: supposed to be my day off. But... <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of good. That
2: was pretty good.
0: That was kind of good. I'm not in it. But I <laughs> ain't in it. I yeah. ain't
2: in it. Tom Barry shows up. He, I feel, I feel safe around, around him. I would love now. him to be my... Um, back up. My uh, what is it? LAPD mentor.
0: Yeah, me too. I I also would love him to be in, in Fast Nine, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, right? like okay. Bilkins
2: get the man. Bilkins rules.
0: I'm making Bill Bilkins might be a figment of Paul Walker's imagination.
1: Like, you know, like, he's the only
0: one he doesn't have the like, he doesn't have the connection to Dom, he doesn't have any connection to Mia. He only exists in this like LA sheriff's office world in the first one or the LAPD world in the first one and only talks to Brian, and then in the second one, only talks to fucking Brian again, you know. I guess Tyrese sees him, but does he ever talk to Tyrese? Hmm.
2: I mean, he yeah, Tyrese does verify with Bilkins, like, is this deal for real? Is he not mm-hmm. a cop anymore?
0: Yeah, that's true. No badge. No badge. No badge. So, uh, all right, so maybe a combined figment of both their imaginations. All right, so your uh, your. Th- 3 is Tom Barry, my 2 is Tom Barry. My 3 is Chris Ludicrous Bridges as Tej Parker. Nice. Another performance I thought like okay, this guy clearly recognizes he has a moment of opportunity in his life. Yes, Too Fast might not be like the greatest movie in the world, but he's going to give it his all. He's going to do mm-hmm. the best he can. He doesn't have a strong acting background. He, you know, uh, he, but he definitely does have a strong performance background, and that definitely, for me, comes through in this performance. Uh, I think Tej like walks up to his scenes. He nails the lines. He does his job. He gets in. He gets out. He goes home. Basically, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm I'm happy he's in this movie. To be honest with you.
2: So I, I strongly agree. Yeah. In fact, I think yeah, I think Chris Bridges, I mean, gives his best performance in the entire series in this movie.
0: Yeah, I, think I like he does.
2: like yeah. I like early Tej much better than um, expert level cyber hacker Tej yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that doesn't
2: make as much sense. To, that doesn't make as much sense to me, and I can see why they kind of modified it a little bit to kind of make the make the whole series go in slightly more of a um, kind of like action sci-fi direction. But right. truly like, yeah, I like original Tej a lot better, much closer to Ludacris, the rapper persona rather than Chris Bridges actor.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I think like yeah. that when they moved into the sci-fi action world, they didn't really need a hustler bookie anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, ludicrous is good as a hustler bookie so they they he kind of ludicrous kind of feels lost for a few of the movies where it's like we don't quite really know what to do with you and then they shovel him into like the tech guy and it's like okay i mean sure yeah mm-hmm. fine i mean i can roll with it but sure yeah but in this movie i think he's like I think he's really, really good, and I think uh, he does the job just fine. So that's my number three. So your mm-hmm. number two, Daryl Wong, is whom?
2: Uh, I'm giving number two to Tyrese.
0: Oh, <laughs> Tyrese Gibson did not make my list.
2: Tyrese Gibson did not no. make my list. No, I like Tyrese. I really think like after watching Baby Boy, it changed my, mm. it totally changed my perspective mm-hmm. on Roman Pierce, the character in yeah. this series and every time I see him now on screen, I feel a lot differently.
0: I think, um, for me, that's actually a little bit of a detriment. I don't know how Mm -hmm. to, like... I don't want to say... I mean, I think Tyrese is, like, a a perfectly fine actor, and he clearly shows a lot of skill in Baby Boy. Um, uh, But I think, like, this character and this may be a product of John Singleton also directing this movie, uh, it, that it, the character feels very, very close performance-wise to what he did in Baby Boy. And mm-hmm. so uh, for, I left him off my list just because I felt like, well, oh, he doesn't quite range out to me. He didn't quite develop another character. As, he, as I think Roman Pierce actually does become later on in the series. Uh, I think in 8, especially, we talked about Roman again uh, and how he sort of, like, once Paul Walker's not in the movie, sort of takes up a little bit more of a mantle of, like, I can do the mission and I can be serious and I can, like, get things done rather Mm -hmm. than just sort of, like, the wisecracker. But um, in this one, I just think he settled into something, like, that he's, I feel like he's a little too comfortable, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have a prediction number one is going to line up for us.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah?
0: Well, well, well I don't know.
2: Um, I don't think so. I no? don't think so. Oh, Okay, In fact, all right.
0: Maybe not. In fact, Maybe I not. know so.
2: In Maybe fact, not. I know so. Yes.
0: You know it's not going to. <laughs> okay all right all right all right all right can i guess your number one yes you may is it gallows pizza No, it's not it's not okay all right it's not it's not my number one in either my number one performer in this movie is cole hauser as carter varone uh-huh because i think he's fucking great i think <laughs> no. he's an evil ass villain i think he's like this weird Irish guy kind of playing like a, some kind of Cuban millionaire, which is kind of weird. That's uh-huh. kind of weird vibe to put in this movie. You uh-huh. know, a weird choice for an actor uh, in terms of casting. But I like Cole Hauser and
1: I like <laughs> Carter Verone. I don't know no. what to tell
0: you. <laughs> I
1: like them both.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like
1: them both.
2: I'm going with a hard disagree on that one oh,
0: For me, right, I,
1: don't,
2: right. I don't find Carter Verone scary at all What makes Carter Verone scary is What was his name? The, the cop's performance The Oh yeah, the Detective
0: uh, Wil- w- Whitworth Mark Yeah, Boone, Detective Jr.
2: Whitworth Right, oh. His performance is what mm. makes Carter Verone scary. Without Very his scary. performance and without Ava Mendez really, like Carter Verone is not a scary guy He he to me gives off um, he gives off uh, fear and frustration more so than uh, scariness. Right. Right.
1: He's
2: yeah he's on the defensive, which to me does not show power or scariness. Right. Um, but but I got no redeeming qualities for him. No, I got got nothing for him. Yeah, he's not on my list. My number one, Paul Walker.
0: Oh, on this one good bro I mean
2: it's a good, good I think it's no, a good, good choice. choice good choice good right? choice actually and really good choice
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I mean with without Paul like we are not able to appreciate the performances of our other top 5s like Tyrese is there but Tyrese doesn't set the whole tone of the movie and Carter Verone ceases to be a bad guy unless you have our hero Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker ripping around the streets of Miami And really turning this into a movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think with your notes in mind, Paul Walker might have bumped up a little on my list, but I don't, I'm not putting him, I can't justify (laughs) number one. (laughs) I just, I don't know. (laughs) Carter Verone, I got, like, I don't want to be like the dude on the pod defending Carter Verone. But I fucking am. Like, I I uh-huh. just like him. I wish he was, like, back in other ones, you know? He could come out of prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think all Hauser's interested in fucking playing card of her own again. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hollywood is interested in casting an Irish-American to play, like, a, a fucking Cuban, um, <laughs> you know, dude again. I don't think, mm-hmm. and nor should they be. Nor should they be. I really don't think they should be interested in doing that anymore to be honest with you. So there are some problematic elements to that. hmm But I, I still see Carter Verone and I'm like, oh, he's doing it for me. <laughs> no, you did that for a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Who said anything about an ass trip?
2: <laughs> Your pockets ain't empty.
0: Your pockets ain't empty. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. I love that shit. One year, you slipped once. <laughs> <laughs> not scary.
2: I've been watching. Yeah, like I feel like I've been watching. I've been watching. Uh, this is not really that related. I've been watching Piggy Blinders though. Those guys much scarier.
0: Those guys are scary. Yeah, get Killian Murphy in this movie. Ooh, yeah. You know? I just watched a Killian Murphy movie recently called The Wind That Shakes the Barley. To win mm. The wind that shakes the barley <laughs> That's pretty good. About uh uh the formation of the Irish Republican army in the early twentieth mm-hmm. century in Northern Ireland. Hmm. I am a Republican. That's what like the whole movie is about. It's good. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually a really good movie. I don't remember who directed it, but um, it does this weird thing. Sorry, I'm going off. I'm going off on when the shakes of barley does this weird thing where the actors like stumble over their words a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, and it. I think the director purposely kept in some like cuts that the actors thought were just like going in the trash can because they sort of, you know, a lot of times an actor even if they stumble through a line, will just press on. Right? It's not like everything shuts down. They stop the scene and reset. They just like keep pressing. Because they can mm-hmm. use bits and cuts and whatever. But the director like puts the whole thing in, even with like the person stumbling over it, and it adds this incredible sense of realism where it's just like, Oh yeah, people fuck up their words sometimes. <laughs> you know? hmm. It's like it's really good. I loved it. I loved it.
2: It it didn't pull you out of the sort of the world or the character?
0: Eh, it, it the world is so well built. Mm -hmm. Kind of, like, all these actors are Irish or Northern Irish, Um, and uh, and the sets are fucking great, and, like, all the tertiary characters look like, you know, Irish nanas that they just pulled off the fucking street to, like, be in this movie, and are just, like, incredible. I mean, the world is really well built, and I just feel like it almost, it, it definitely has the potential to do that, to like make you go like,
2: oh wait, what, 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 what?
0: But it doesn't for me unless you're really, I feel like, looking for it. It just mm-hmm. adds to like, the, 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 this time is so turbulent and so difficult and these people are making horrible, hard life and death decisions and they're starving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're starving. And they're being tortured and subjugated by the British. And... um I just feel like it adds this piece to it where it's just like yeah this shit is was messy man like I'm not coming down on, I'm not like advocating for fucking bombing churches and shit <laughs> you know I'm not like mm-hmm. an IRA apologist but I'm just saying like this shit was fucking messy basically
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and I think that's worth showing both in like the, the language of the film itself and in like the vocabulary and speech of the film it's just another tool that sometimes I don't Recognize is happening on screen when you watch a movie. And then all of a sudden this like tool is coming to the forefront and this director is like, I really want to use this tool of speech to, uh, you know, highlight something about the realism, about the messiness of this situation. Hmm. And I'm like, that is a fucking interesting idea. You know? I really like when when artists do that kind of thing. hmm So, yeah, when this shakes the barley, go check it out. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Anyway, man, I'm done. I, do you want to talk about too fast?
2: I don't have. I don't have very much about this. Do we need to hit a shout
0: out though? Yeah, we got to. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Of this. I'll be honest with you. I'm getting tired. Of this fucking shout out. I got to think of some bullshit every fucking week.
2: I got one for this week though. Yeah, hit me. So, uh, like I said, I've had this extended weekend. I've watched. I've almost. Yeah, I started watching Peaky Blinders, and I watched this other show, The Morning Show, the Steve yeah, Carell. I've seen it.
0: Yeah,
2: very good. Um, so I've been doing a lot of TV. Okay. T- I've been doing a lot of TV time here. But okay. one of the thing that one of the things that has made this possible is that we adopted an indoor like spin cycle. You I don't got know. A Peloton I guess, it's not a Peloton. Our friend Paul. Our friend Paul, Paul who's been on the podcast before. Yeah. He got a Peloton and mm-hmm. he had this, I don't know, second-hand. We got we got this bike now third-hand or something. He got yeah. it from a friend. He got a Peloton. We took it off his hands. We put it in our living room. It's nice.
0: You're loving it.
2: Oh man, this thing is so retro though. It's like it's like a early 80s model. Sick. It's black. It has like it's black but it has like white kind of minimalist decals on it and I I've used it as as a canvas for my small collection of bicycle stickers, but this thing is sweet. It's like yeah. no nonsense. It has like a crappy digital readout on it that tells you like how long you've been riding. And that's basically it because all the other numbers are useless. It's either in kilometers or it has a like a pulse thing on it which is right. totally inaccurate, but so it gets you moving and yeah. it's fun. And yeah. It's certainly no substitute to getting on the real bike, which has been my hesitation all along um, for getting like an indoor thing, but as a supplement to actual Dude, bike I'm glad rides. Dude, you're
0: staying active in the pandemic. That's what I'm mm-hmm. here to say, you know?
2: Yeah. So wow. we're stoked for it. We ride it. Yeah. We just give it a quick 30 minutes here and there whenever we feel like it, but Boom. it's nice to stay active while binge watching TV and that it sits. works.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, what's the brand? Is this something someone could buy?
2: I'm not sure. So it's it's called. It says Idear uh-huh. on it, which seems like one of those like eBay, Amazon names mm. of like a yeah, like a Taiwanese made something with some sort of weird combination of English letters that amount to a brand name that is nonsense, but. This thing is so, it looks apparently, right, it seems to me like it's so old that it's like a pre-Amazon type of product. Right, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's called, yeah, it says yeah, idea I get an on idea. It. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm get, I get myself a little idea. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. My shout out this week, we got a little uh, scooter scat. No. We got a scooter. We got to move back to the scooter game,
1: baby. Uh-huh. Long-time uh-huh.
0: listeners of the pod will note that uh, I, have long, I, have, I, have, I have a long history with the intrigue and um, back-dealing and pol- politics and bureaucracy of the Auckland <laughs> e-scooter market. <laughs> okay? So, originally there was Lime e-scooters, which were kind of banging. Mm-hmm. Then... They banned Limey scooters and instead pulled in, like, a bunch of scooter companies that were from New Zealand, Mm-mm. which I thought was disingenuous, but fine. So I, I've gone through and reviewed all of those. I'll talk about them really quickly. Neuron, garbage. Beam, super garbage. Jump, which is an, was an Uber-owned company, uh, is was okay. wasn't great. It was okay. Uh, And then Flamingo, which was exclusively a New Zealand company, was like, kind of thumbs down, but then maybe a thumbs up after (laughs) I discovered it had a sport mode. Turbo. Turbo turbo. (laughs) mode. So, fine. Now, twist in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? So they banned Lime. They were like, Lime, get the fuck out of here. We're not giving you a contract anymore. But Uber did get a contract for Jump. And then nobody fucking used the jump scooters or jump bicycles, too. There were, like, e-bicycles that were all over the place. Okay. So then they kind of went away. They put them all in a trash can or something for a while. Uber bought Lime e-scooter. And now they back, baby. And it's, like, all the same things. But with just a sticker on them that say, like, (laughs) Lime, now Lime, Uber was Jump, Jump is Uh now Lime. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So I feel like I haven't, like, gone back and tried the scooters again, because they're just the Jump scooters from before. But I'm glad that Lime found a way to sneak their ass back in the market, okay? I want to give a shout-out to Lime for that. What I don't want to give a shout-out to is Jump and Uber. (laughs) Because these fucking bicycles, dude, these, like, giant, huge, heavy bicycles that are locked. You can't move them without paying for them, right? Mm-hmm. They're, like, locked, froze up. A fucking are everywhere. And so, like, I come back every other day on my lawn. There's, like, fucking four-line, <laughs> fucking line jump scooter, bikes, whatever, just trashed on from drunk people just leaving them places. Uh, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so not into that very much. <laughs> Anti shout out to that. I've also heard there's like a tunnel in uh, Wellington that's like a long ass tunnel that's a bike lane now. It used to be a train track, but now it's like a bike route. Sweet. I have heard they fucking lock the fuck up. I heard this on Twitter. They like because you your cell inside. loses reception and connection to like the Uber <laughs> service in the middle of like going whizzing downhill in this tunnel because it's actually on an incline it like locks up and you fly over the front
2: of the fucking bike (laughs) no (laughs) way
0: so careful on these uh, uber jump limes whatever the fuck they are oh my goodness yeah so that's my shout out this
2: week Scooter scat has been one of the highlights here of this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will try the scooters again to see if they've they've juiced them up with any lime premium lime technology, but I doubt it. I
1: doubt right, right. It. Those right.
0: things were insane, man. Lime was just like yeah, go whatever you however, whatever you want. No helmets, no nothing. Just do it, man. Uh huh. I always appreciate that as a person who. I'm a fan of, like, freedom of personal choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't need to get too much in my political philosophy so much, so to speak. I'm a fan of, like, listen, everybody's got their own fuck. They're, like, allowed to kill themselves if they want, and they're allowed to not uh, ride the shit if they want, you mm-hmm. know? Allowed to go as fast as they fucking can.
2: Control your own speed.
0: Get your, take care of your business. It's not my business. Take care of your business. Mm-hmm. I don't care.
2: <laughs> you got somewhere to be? Turn it up.
0: Turn it up. <laughs> do what you want you want to wave out in traffic i mean i wouldn't right. i wouldn't but that's you that's not me that's you you
2: want, you want to park it on nick's lawn go ahead that's nick's problem yeah man.
0: it's actually the city's property <laughs> out there so there's not much i can do about it yeah, yeah. you know so anyway um yeah so hopefully they juiced them up a little bit unlock those fucking like speed limiters or whatever the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. all those things. So.
2: would you pay extra for unlimited speed no
0: that should be built in <laughs> yeah yeah anyway um i will give one a shot at some point and talk about it on the pod but that's where i'm at so if you want to cool. tweet us about the auckland scooter market or anything else you got in uh in your bag uh, At Nolt Podcast N-O-L-T-T Podcast uh, No one likes to tune a podcast On Instagram Patreon.com Slash no one likes to tune a podcast We do I promise Patrons We suck at this But we do have a thing coming up We got a thing coming up We got another We got a Riddick movie Pitch Black It's coming up I'm gonna put it out there I'm setting a goal post This week Yeah yeah, giving me I giving a thumbs a,
2: up. I get a thumbs up. I can hit one, I can hit an extra movie this week. Sick.
0: Um, uh, so get on the Patreon if you want to listen to that. And then um, anything else? Email no one looks at gmail at gmail.com. Rate and review us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pod Kicker, Catch 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 them all. Podcatch whatever you listen to it on. <laughs> give us a review it actually is weirdly the one thing that helps us the most you know except for the money mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway last thoughts Daryl Wong go
2: that's it man Too Fast Too Furious It could, uh, surprisingly is creeping closer and closer to the top of my favorite movies <laughs>
0: bombshell 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 at the end all right buddy talk to you later
1: yeah